0: Hey, greetings, everyone. Lieutenant Colonel Allen West, and welcome to the Steadfast and Loyal Podcast.
1: You gotta light them up before they burn it down. Save us all
0: Hey welcome back everyone, Lieutenant Colonel Allen West and again we are joined here with another superb candidate who has served our country in uniform and that is Ed Thielander who is running in the state of Maine in Congressional District Number 1. Ed served 21 years as a United States Navy SEAL in SEAL Team 3, SEAL Team 4, SEAL Delivery Team 2. He is, was the sniper course manager for all of the SEAL teams. He was the operation chief at the United States Navy Seer Schools in uh, Wrangley. And he is, has been a volunteer firefighter, a reserve deputy sheriff, a private pilot, and a small business owner. One of Ed's causes is called Swim with a Mission, has raised millions of dollars for veterans projects. He also volunteers with a not-for-profit called Stepping Stone Housing and Veteran Camps, Captain Camp Keeve, and Wavis. And the reason why I know Ed so well is that during the time as chairman of the Republican Party of Texas, back during the 2020 election cycle, Ed volunteered to be part of a Personnel security detachment to make sure that as we were going out, uh, the team stayed safe. So I just want to thank you, Ed, for joining us here on the Steadfast and Law podcast. How you doing? Anchors away, Sailor.
1: <laughs> hey, thank you very much for having me on. This is fantastic. It's great to see you again. Yep. And uh, hey, it's one more way of service, you know, it's, yep. it's stepping forward one more time for a finite amount of time. And uh, back to uh, back to living again.
0: Well, I'm glad to hear that you believe in term limits. But, you know, that was kind of the monologue that I had, that America needs more of its men and women who have served in uniform to step up and continue to serve and honor the oath that uh, they took to support and defend the Constitution of the United States of America against all enemies, foreign and domestic. So what was, you know, the real inspiration for you? Because this is a big step and you and I had conversations about this. So what was that inspiration? And then, of course, what have been some of the lessons that you have learned in, you know, going from being a a modern day Spartan SEAL warrior to now being a congressional candidate?
1: You know, well, first, the words that we talked about, you know, and and I, I can Graduated you and uh, uh, commended you on on your run and, and serving again. And I, I I did say it to you. I'd rather be shot at than be in politics. And uh, and I, I meant it. And now here I am. You know it's uh, it, it's time to step up. I'm watching our kids. You know we've got one in high school still and two in college, and they don't know what they're missing. And they don't know, you know, they're they're so crafty at uh, them being the progressives. That it, 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 teaching them what's not right. Uh, we had to step forward, you know, Liliana, my wife from Venezuela, you know, has been here 28 years came across legally More matter about the border than anybody listening. Uh, and, and, uh, that's why we're, we're doing this because she knows what's coming and she insisted that I do this. Uh, it's, I was asked to do this. It's not something I would ever seek to do. Um, You know, it isn't. It's I've got an awesome life. I was about to get my commercial pilot's license. You know, uh, uh, there's eight million things I could be doing. But you know what? Uh, If I don't do this and we're not successful, we might not have any of those things to do.
0: Well, that's the honorable thing about you, Ed. It's the call to arms and the call to service once again. And you just talked about your wife, Liliana, and coming from Venezuela, that a country that used to be one of the most prosperous nations in the Western Hemisphere. And yeah. she has seen exactly what happened from the time that Hugo Chavez came in. And how funny it is that we're looking at Sri Lanka, who bought into the globalist Green New Deal uh, policies and pro- and the country has collapsed economically in just two years, and some of the indicators were you know, high gas prices, high food commodity prices, lack of the ability for people to find food, and here we are in the United States of America. So when we talk about these things, and you've traveled to so many different countries, You know, what are some of the top priorities for you and, of course, for your constituents in Maine Congressional District 1 uh, when you become the member representing them in Congress?
1: Really, first thing off the bat is is take care of our children. We've we've got to secure them and make them right and happy in school. Uh, They don't know how they're being misled. Uh, You know, the unions are telling teachers how to teach. The unions are insisting on teaching the, the Holocaust And uh, Japanese internment camps in America at the same time. And kids don't know the difference. You know, the the union and not 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 the school board. The union would not let the teacher teach that how they got to the Holocaust. That's the important part. You know, uh, while they teach at the same time about Japanese internment camps here in America, uh, they become one to the kids because they don't have that experience to determine that. So getting our kids taught right in school, you know, the, the, the uh, Department of Education needs to get cut back or go away because mm-hmm. our education in America has only gone downhill since, you know, we, we had no Department of Education before Jimmy Carter, and we could do it again without him. Everything needs to get back to local. We don't need the federal government. And I'm running for a federal position, but I truly believe, I know that everything needs to get back to local uh, and and the. The closer it is to, to where the kids are you know the kids here in, in you know bristol maine they don't need to be taken, you know taken care of or taught the same things the kids in san francisco you know uh that needs to get back to, to right we need to uh get producing oil again in, in america and that has to be sensible to do it you can't you know to get a refinery going now uh you know it takes 20 years to make it profitable and uh you know, if Joe Biden's going to shut down power, you know, uh, make it all electric cars, you know, in 10 or 15 years, that doesn't really make sense to start refining oil again. You know, we've got – people don't know it because it's not talked about enough or at all. We have the, the Portland pipeline here, 600,000 barrel capacity a day. It got shut down three years ago because they flew somebody in, and I'm talking George Soros, flew somebody in to shut it down and they put – Made the person a resident, put them on the, uh, the the city council, and they shut down the uh, the Portland pipeline. I mean, the Keystone pipeline was only going to be able to uh, do six hundred eighty thousand barrels a day, and that was going to the Gulf of Mexico. This was going to the closest port in Europe. I mean, think of what that could do right now. It was normally we would ship oil up to uh, Montreal to get refined, but it could be reversed and, and uh, you know send oil down this way. But again closest point to Europe, right here, shut down uh, for a year. Well, right
0: here. You, know, you bring up a great point because you were talking about education and we just saw the Supreme Court make a huge decision up there in Maine about education when it says that parents have the right to decide where their children are going to be going to school and uh, the kids don't have to be relegated to a public school and the, f- the funding thereof should go with the, the, the kids. So how was that decision received up there uh, in, in your community, in your you know congressional district? Police.
1: You better believe there is resistance right now because we don't control the state house or Senate either right now or the governorship. So there is resistance to it. And, uh, I don't know that anybody's had success using it yet. It has to happen. Uh, if we don't make that happen, uh, enforce it, you know, there's so many things that are being decided that no action is being taken on right now. Uh, everything with the election integrity that we, what we know was wrong, We need accountability so we can actually make that happen because it is not being received well by the progressives and they're saying that you cannot get the money if you don't have an lgbtq plus etc um you know teacher staff or student you know that well that's the reason why they have those private schools religious schools so they can have and teach the kids the way they want uh you know you have to have people that believe in what you're teaching and it is the the again it is up to the, the parents uh, where and how their kids are taught, and if they don't have that choice, and then, then uh, you know the money has to follow those students.
0: You know that's that's a great point and you know, Randy Weingartner, who is the head of the teachers union in the United States of America, came out today and said, we need to stop politicizing schools. Well, guess what? I mean, you and the teachers unions, you're the main ones doing so. And so let's shift and talk about another thing that's being politicized, I feel, in the United States of America, and that's our military. And when I look at, you know, what just recently happened with the Navy and this training video about the proper use of uh, pronouns and, of course, The Navy SEALs who had to go and, uh, you know, they had to be defended in court for their ability to refuse the shot in the arm. What are some of the things that would be your focus as Congressman Ed Thielander, you know, Maine Congressional District 1, member of the House Armed Services Committee?
1: The military is not a social experiment. That's first and foremost.
0: You know, uh, we we don't need
1: uh, to talk about pronouns and things. It's it's sir, ma'am, sergeant, sailor. You know, we're good. Let the people get ready for battle. Let them get ready to take care of people in times of need. But that is not our focus is gender. Anything it it doesn't have its place there. You know, the the shot. Holy smokes. You're talking about some awesome, great shaped folks uh, in the SEAL teams that are forced to get out because they were mandated to get a shot they didn't need you know uh folks are not doing well because of that shot that are up you know they get the myocondritis uh they had one, uh not seal but uh student in seal training die uh you know healthy individual it was post hell week and another go to the hospital uh and and, hey they didn't need the shot no one's saying what it was that that caused it they're not letting it out but they're not letting out a whole lot of things about that shot Mm -hmm. it is that it's not good for young men to take it, uh, uh, you know, and, and why don't we take, take a step back and look at it? You know, folks are getting forced out now that have been through combat, and that transition is not easy, you know, and, and now you're going to take away their benefits and just kick them out it, immediately. And uh, with
0: a dishonorable discharge in some cases, correct? Correct. Dishonorable discharge or, or other than honorable
1: mm-hmm. uh, after they've served so hard deny them their, you know, the, the PTSD treatment that they probably need, you know, the, the knees, the backs, the necks that are, that are just, you know, trash from mm-hmm. years of service. Now you're going to deny the, the help that they earned because they want to take care of themselves. You know, it doesn't make sense. So many things are going on right now that absolutely do not make sense that we've got to get right.
0: So as a member of Congress, would you support legislation that would reinstate these members of the military that were put out uh, at their uh, rank and, and pay, back pay? Uh, would you support that legislation?
1: 100%. And, and uh, there's got to be a little more payback than that, too, because there, there's some—the the, the idea that you've been betrayed— uh, by what you've served so well, you know, hard and, uh, you know, risked your life. There's, there's some people need to pay for what they've done and uh, that we need accountability. And, and why aren't they looking at it? You know, why aren't they looking at the simplest things? You know, everything from the TRICARE uh, records that are showing that people are uh, increased levels of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to just stop and take a look at it. COVID, yeah, it's going to be here forever now, but it's, you know, it's, it's not all that anymore. And I don't believe it ever really was, you know, it was, it was bad. I had it. I didn't like it. I don't recommend it, you know, uh, uh yeah. but, uh, Hey, um, I'm good now and, and, uh, you know, hope I don't get it again. I probably won't because I, I had it and I'm not vaccinated. Vaccinated folks are getting it. And,
0: uh, yeah, you know, look at Dr. Fauci.
1: Yeah. Hey. Two times. Matter of fact, my opponent uh, just got it. And uh, she
0: said, you won't be seeing me much uh, uh, out anymore. We never saw her anyways, but it's okay. (laughs) Last question. And if you're sitting there in the armed services committee and you have the chief of naval operations and the secretary of the Navy before you, what question would you ask them?
1: Why are we making our, our 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 military an experiment, and why aren't we being focusing solely on getting ready for war and defending this country? It, it's a simple question. Why would we concentrate on these other things of uh, social engineering and not taking care of our people? You
0: know? Yeah, yeah, I find it insidious. Yeah, I find it insidious that this cultural Marxism has crept into the United States military, and it is saying that you. Ed Thielander, because of your skin pigmentation, you're an oppressor, and me, because of my skin pigmentation, I'm uh, oppressed. And how can you build a cohesive fighting force if you're pitting members of the military against yeah. each other? Hey, I
1: taught it. You know, at Sears School, we actually taught um, how to defend against what they're doing to us right now. It's, you know, uh, in, in the Korean War, there were 14 Americans that did not want to r- return from captivity in north korea Mm -hmm. uh because they were taught that america bad and and so in the seer training which is a there's a captivity phase to a prisoner of war, uh and we pit them each other uh because with race with gender with rank um economic background you find something a a difference in them and we would introduce it split them and try and get them to fight you know against each other and, and uh They were taught to resist that. Now they're doing it to us in I don't know how many different ways. I mean, fighting another. We have to go respect that and and take a time out for that. Uh, I mean, literally, I taught it on a military scale exactly how to resist what is happening right now. And that is why it's so appalling to me.
0: Yeah, amazing. So, Ed, where can people follow you and your campaign? What's your website? Uh, For everyone out there, because I'm sure there's a lot of people that would love to support my dear friend Ed Thielander, uh, United States Navy SEAL.
1: Yeah, uh, ThielanderforCongress.com. It's T-H-E-L-A-N-D-E-R for Congress.com, all spelled out.
0: Well, I appreciate you. And when I think about, you know, we uh, establishing the Guardian Fund a decade ago, you're the reason why. So go out there and get them, okay?
1: Hey, thank you very much. I appreciate your time, and, and thank you very much for having me on. Truly, you were and, and will always be an inspiration
0: for me. Thank well, you very thank you so much. Hoo-yah. Hoo-yah. Oh, right. Take care, Ed. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Steadfast and Loyal podcast. Again, if you like this podcast, please share it with others and hit that like button, because the whole purpose here is to better inform, better educate, and better activate you. So I want to send out appreciation to my dear friend and former United States Navy SEAL Ed Thielander, and good luck to you, Ed, up there in Maine, Congressional District number one. Before they burn it down